everyone. Welcome to the show. So the United Auto Workers strike continues. They've actually expanded the strike against GM and Stellantis. They say that they're in good faith negotiations, though, with Ford. So they're not ratcheting up the pressure on that company yet. Um, UAW President Sean Fain completely dismantled the most widely used corporate talking point. You know, corporations or these automakers are saying that the strikes and and the wage increases are going to result in higher prices for American auto buyers. Here's how he utterly annihilated that bogus excuse. Take a look. Do you deny that it's going to hurt the consumers in the long run? What's hurt the consumers in the long run is the fact that companies have raised prices on vehicles 35% in the last four years. Our wages went up 6%. The CEO pay went up 40%. Profits have been in the billions, the hundreds of billions. They own all this. That's what's hurting the consumers. So, yeah. I mean, just totally ran over them and then put it in reverse and backed up over the body. I mean, <laughs> it, it couldn't be more clear who is causing the rising prices, you know, why we're paying more for automobiles. Um, and Joe Biden just made history by being the very first president to walk the picket line with the workers. He was there on Tuesday. Uh, meanwhile, the press has been giving Donald Trump credit for planning a trip to meet with the union members when in reality he just gave or he's giving a speech today tonight to non-union employees at Macomb County Automotive Parts. The Associated Press had erroneously reported, quote, Trump plans to speak directly to a room of former and current union members. A Trump campaign radio ad released last week in Detroit and Toledo, Ohio, praised auto workers and said the former president has always had their back. Really? Not so. Not so if you look at his union-busting administration. Luckily, union members are not falling for this bogus pro-worker photo op. A reporter from Status Quo was again on site. They were talking with union members. And here's what a couple of them had to say about Trump's publicity stunt. Trump is actually going to be speaking at a non-union facility. I don't understand how he can address union workers at a non-union facility and still come off as being um, pro-labor. It seems to me like, what are you trying to make a play for right to work? Like, what's going on here? Do you have any thoughts on that? If you can't talk about it, that's fine. I get it. But if you can't. No, I don't think that Trump is pro-labor. I mean, it's just that simple. I mean, he's, he's got a history, a very, very long, sorted history of not paying his workers. Uh, he's got a, a lot of people kind of chomping at the bit, trying to get paid as it is now. He's not paying his lawyers. Uh, so, I, yeah, as far as labor is concerned, it doesn't matter where he goes to speak. None of us are going to believe it. It's very strange, you know, if he was trying to get with the union and you're going to a non-union shop, that doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. So I don't know really what he's aiming for there. So they clearly get it. They know what they're talking about. Um, The reporter then read a 2008 statement that Trump made saying that workers make more money than the owners of these companies. Trump made this statement, by the way, after the workers had agreed to massive pay cuts. They had their hours cut. They gave all kinds of concessions trying to help keep these corporations afloat during the, t- the 2008 recession. Check this out. Um, he said, unions get their little 5%, they get another 2%, they get another 3%, 4%. 
all of a sudden they're making more money than the people that own the company. This was his comment two weeks after the deal you guys made back in 2008. Does that, does that sound like a pro union? It's very strange. Here's the thing. Once again, as we were discussing earlier, it, mathematically that doesn't add up in the slightest. I mean, you could make it 100%, 200%, 300%. You was, we would still not be touching even remotely close to. I mean, literally, it's a fraction of a fraction of a percent of the CEO's pay. If you doubled my pay, it wouldn't be a fraction of what they make in like 10 or 15 minutes. Right, so, in 10 or 15 minutes, yes. right? Yeah, it's a bit of a delusional statement. Um, their wealth is just sickening. It's, 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 it's just so much. It's, you don't need to make that much money. So, yeah, the, the fact that any non-multimillionaire or billionaire would vote for Trump is insane. I mean, you are literally strictly voting against, against your own best interests. Um, anyway, I want to give a big thanks uh, to Status Coup, also Breaking Points for all of the awesome union and strike coverage. I encourage everyone to follow their channels. Again, that's Status Coup and Breaking Points. They have incredible content. Breaking Points is my favorite show. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that, but I, I watch it daily. They cover a lot of important topics that I don't cover. And, you know, I, I don't always agree with them on everything 100%. That would be weird. Um, but I, I know that they are principled, honest people. I have a tremendous amount of respect for Sagar and Crystal. And on, on Wednesday, it's um, Ryan Grimm and Emily Shazinski who, who host. I also greatly admire and respect both of them as well. Again, you know, not, not all progressives like me, but we don't have to all agree on policies to agree to help people. So anyway, guys, love you all. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. I will talk with you soon. Take care.